Hello and welcome to Reagan Communications Podcast, the Communication Spotlight, a podcast with content for both internal and external communicators. I'm Justin Teach, Reagan's Director of Virtual Events and your Communications Spotlight host. On today's episode, we look at a wonderful fireside chat from our internal communications and culture conference on how HR and communicators must work together during the current health crisis. With the COVID-19 outbreak dramatically impacting the day-to-day activities and livelihoods of employees, it's absolutely crucial that HR professionals and communicators work closely together to keep employees informed, protected, and engaged. Join Teresa Lovickson for a discussion on how communicators can quickly break down silos and partner with their HR team during this uncertain and unprecedented time. I'm really excited to introduce our next presenter who'll be joining me for a discussion on how HR and communicators are working together at Salesforce to keep employees engaged during the COVID-19 pandemic. Teresa Ludvigson is the Vice President of Global Onboarding and Loyalty Programs at Salesforce, and she'll be joining me for a fireside chat. Teresa, thank you so much for joining us. We're so glad to have you back at this event. Of course, Megan. Thanks so much for having me. Awesome. Um, so we'll jump right into our questions now. Um, and just a reminder to the audience, um, just keep submitting your questions throughout the session and we'll get to them at the end. Um, so for the audience's background, can you tell us a bit about how HR and internal comms is structured in Salesforce? I know it's a little different than a lot of organizations. Yeah, of course, Megan. So at Salesforce, we actually have our internal comms team sit under HR. And so what really helps what really helps the organization get the right messages out is because we have domain experts that are aligned to each of the different functions of HR. So we'll have a writer who is really partnered in the talent development team. They're sitting in the talent development calls, the meetings, they understand what our initiatives for talent development are, where we have writers who are focused on our acquisition strategy. So they're sitting in on those corporate development calls, M&A calls. And so you just think about it, we've always been so aligned because our comms team sits under HR. And so when we have dedicated resources that are aligned to the various work streams, it's, there's never any surprises and our comms leads can really drive the right messaging from our, our um, HR departments to our employees. Great. Thank you so much. Um, so my next question is, how is your team working to support managers and people leaders in the organization at this time? What are you kind of offering to them um, given everything that's going on in the remote working situation? Yeah, a few things. Great question. So I think during this time, our talent development organization, it's really given them a platform to really shine and have our employees really leverage a lot of their resources. So we, the talent development team in partnership with our comms team um, typically has a manager all hands call. So we're increasing the cadence of that call so that managers can join in, ask questions that are top of mind for them. And then we also have a newsletter that's called Lead the Way. The content is curated by talent development. Again, they have a clear partnership with the comms lead on that, on that front. And so in that newsletter, we're sending out really relevant information on how managers can lead their teams in this remote, new remote world. Um, and then the last piece, I think, from a way that we're supporting our leaders is that we hold these bi-weekly meetings where we have our global leaders, um, part of our security team, because again, safety is the number one priority for our employees, but our global leaders, they partner for our comms 
internal comms team, as well as our safety team and our HR department. We do this bi-weekly where our local leaders have a chance to give feedback on how the comms have been coming out um, and really kind of share what regional nuances there are and how can we really make sure that we're sending the right targeted messages to employees um, in the various regions. So just getting that constant pulse check from our leaders has been really helpful so that we can ensure that the comms that we're creating are hitting um, the right messages and key points for our employees. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, so another question, um, you talked a bit about how you're um, keeping uh, managers engaged, but in a broader sense, how is Salesforce working to maintain culture and engage employees while everyone's remote? Um, and specifically, are there programs you've rolled out to kind of support employees during this difficult time? Sure, Megan. So a little bit of background. I've been at Salesforce since 2007, right? And I think the biggest differentiator for our company is that we are so passionate about the employee culture and we do work really hard to ensure that employee engagement is not just a destination, but it's a, really start, it's a real starting point. So we really focus on employee engagement and our culture from the minute that a candidate is interested in joining Salesforce all the way through in um, beyond. You know, when you talk about my role, I have onboarding and also our loyalty programs. So that means I'm focused on welcoming our new hires, but I'm also focused on welcoming our acquisitions and then keeping our Salesforce alumni engaged and part of our ecosystem. But um, we're going to bring it back to values. Our number one value at Salesforce is trust. And so when we think about the culture, we want to ensure that our employees have a profound amount of trust in our company. We know that during times of COVID, there's a lot of unknowns. But if our, if our employees can trust the company they work at, it takes a lot of that worry off the table and they can really focus on servicing our customers better. And so um, we look at our strategy in times of COVID. I really look at it as threefold. The first is really kind of customizing and catering our communications during this time. We also want to survey our employees more than we traditionally do to ensure that we understand what they're going through and we can customize our comms and our programs. And the last piece is really looking at our programs, our existing programs, and thinking of ways that we can make changes to them to help um, you know, address the various changes that our employees are going through um, during COVID-19. From a comms perspective, you know, you asked about how do we maintain our culture. I think one of the biggest things in my 13 years at Salesforce that I've seen is just the way our leadership team has stepped up. So every week, Mark Benioff, who is our CEO, and his direct reports, so again, Salesforce leadership team, they do an all-hands call where there's where they're all in their home offices, they're experiencing COVID just like all of us are. And the, all our employees have an opportunity to submit questions through Chatter, which is our social collaboration tool. So prior to that weekly call, employees submit questions, and it's very democratic. So our employees get to vote up and like, and those questions that have the most likes are the ones that our executive team addresses. And so that call happens you know, once a week. And so it's really where our leaders are completely, completely transparent in addressing those employee concerns. But, um, you know, and it, it's kind of crazy, but that first call we did, we had over 70% of our employee population join that call. That call went over an hour. It's a lot of time. And I think that really set the tone for the employees at Salesforce, knowing that our leadership team cares about them and wants to hear what's top of mind for them. And, you know, I mentioned that we did, we submit the questions ahead of time, whatever gets voted up the most is what our executives address. But then on the actual call, we have we're running chatter as well. And so in real time, employees are asking questions and our executives are answering them right then and there. 
So I think that was the first piece from a comms perspective that really helped establish trust of our employees. And it was kind of a different change from our comms strategy. And then another thing that our comms team rolled out was our daily COVID-19 updates. So every day we send a newsletter update to all, all our global employees, letting them know what is happening um, in terms of safety precautions to take, what is going on at the various offices that are shutting down or keeping open. Um, those, those updates are really great for employees because they know they have one trusted resource to go to. Um, we pull things from the news that are happening as well. And, you know, that's kind of my single source of truth every day. And I can depend on that as a Salesforce employee that our comms team is really keeping employee safety top of mind and really ensuring that our employees know exactly what's going on. So I think um, those, two, those two things have been really huge in terms of um, kind of our comms strategy and keeping employees informed. Absolutely. You know, we've heard so many speakers say that empathy and kind of leaning on your values is so important at this time. So part of your role you mentioned involves onboarding. Um, so what are some challenges that organizations um, face if they're bringing on new employees during this time? And how is Salesforce in particular meeting those challenges of onboarding? Yes, um, Salesforce is still hiring. You know, um, we are still trying to keep up with all the hiring demands of the organization. And so I feel we've been very well positioned to do that. Prior to COVID, we always had virtual onboarding calls for our remote employees. So we still run those. But things that we've done in addition is that we've um, created additional comm stream to send to our hiring managers so that they're, that we're setting expectations of what it will be like to onboard new hires remotely. We also created office hours for our hiring managers that happened the week prior to new hires starting. And then we do a coffee chat or a virtual coffee chat with our new hires in all various regions. So they'll start on a Monday, do their orientation virtually, and they know they have that following checkup at the end of the week where they all can, can kind of reconnect. But um, you know, to your point around values, I think it's really important that you as our responsibility is not just to drive communications to help them understand the current state of business during COVID, but it's also to kind of bring that element of fun um, of the culture too. So um, a cup, a big, a really big program that we put together around was around well-being. So we have a program called Be Well. And in that program, um, we would bring in some guest speakers to come speak to our employees two times a day. And so we've had a really great lineup of guest speakers such as Ariane Huffington, Trevor Noah, Deepak Chopra, just kind of helping to create balance um, during this time for our employees. We have guided meditations that happen as well during these calls. And they were so well received that we now open up these Be Well, this Be Well series to not only our employees, but to anybody who wants to join. So, and you know, anyone on this call, if you typed in B-Well in Salesforce, you would find the whole calendar where you can tune in and hear from really great thought leaders um, around this space to kind of give you that chance to kind of step away and take care of yourself. Um, so that's one program from a well-being perspective, again, focused on our culture. And then another one is just kind of a, something that we just threw together and launched it last week. But, you know, we want to make sure our employees still feel like they can have fun, even though they don't get to see their colleagues all the time. So we just um, launched a competition called um, Salesforce Has Talent, and we're having our employees submit their videos of them kind of sharing their best talents. And then we'll be um, voting um, globally on top talent at Salesforce. 
um, giving them a chance to have um, do something outside of their traditional day-to-day job. And our winners will be able to donate money to the charity of their choice. So those are just some of the kind of things that we're kind of creating to do a really good balance of well-being, establishing trust, helping people keep um, our place feel safe, but also ensuring that they're still having fun during this time. Great. Thank you so much. And just to kind of keep up with the flow of questions, um, I'll take one from the audience now, which is um, are daily COVID updates um, strictly through email or is that information also collected on an internet page? Um, They're asking because there's so much information, they're struggling to, um, you know, keep the volume of it organized. Yes. So great question. So it's a it's a weekly or it's a daily email. So um, in that daily email, we'll, you'll ha- we'll have a recap of what was covered in our Be Well Wellbeing session with a link to that recording. If you didn't get a chance to tune in live, um, we'll have like an office update. We'll have an update of what's happening in region. And at the very bottom, we'll have just handy resources that um, our employees can tune into. Um, certain email updates will daily updates will give examples of how employees can give back within their communities. So every it's just a good mix, but every day our employees can count on getting that by end of day through email. Awesome. And um, it looks like some of these other questions coming in are pretty um, in line with what I was going to ask next, which is um, what are some ways you've adjusted how you're getting employee feedback during this time? And how do you know if those programs and the support that you're offering are making an impact? Yeah. So we traditionally, like most organizations, we ran our employee survey two times a year. Um, We don't do that anymore. We actually have um, our survey strategy is twofold. The first is that we have a daily pulse survey that goes out within that daily email update. Um, Again, it's completely optional, but it gives an opportunity for employees to give feedback on the activities of the day, um, the programs that we rolled out. It also gives them a safe place to um, let us know as an HR organization if they need additional support um, from a well-being perspective. So I understand that this time can be incredibly isolating. Um, You know, we are, are also just like how do like parents manage working from home with their kids around too. So it just is a, it's an area, a safe space for employees to get feedback at any time through that survey every day. And then we do a monthly survey as well. And in the monthly survey, it takes about probably 10 to 15 minutes to complete, but they, a lot of the questions are really focused around employee well-being. And what I found when I got, took my first survey as a recipient, it helped me kind of take a moment of pause and really assess how was I coping with this current situation. And so it, I almost felt found to be very therapeutic. And at the end, there's an option to say, like, if you need additional help, feel free to let us know and someone from our HR team will contact you with additional resources. So we're using that content, oh, those two surveys to help us drive what programs are going to roll out again because we're constantly getting new guest speakers we're constantly um changing our comms as needed but then also those those monthly surveys really help us plan out you know what to what kind of programs to deliver to our employees around the world great um can you also share the um, size of your overall workforce um, versus how many people are on your internal comms team Sure. So we have about 50, I'd say we have about over 50,000 employees at Salesforce and our comms team um, 
to be clear, we when we think about our team, it's called employee engagement and marketing engagement. And that team sits under HR. We have graphic designers on that team. We have writers. We have event specialists. So it's really a full marketing department. And that team's about 90 people. Um, if you're looking at specific writers on the team, specific um, comms experts, I'd say there's a probably about maybe four, 30 to 40. Thank you. Um, and another question that kind of um, was in line with, you know, um, getting employee feedback. How are you getting executive leadership to really engage with those results? Um, what are some of the steps you're taking there? Sure. So every um, every week there's a stand up with our leadership team. Um, so it's our senior leader, our executive leadership team, um, our HR department leaders, as well as our safety and security team. And so they are using that as an opportunity to share feedback from the employees to our executive team. Um, we also are, um, we're big on collaboration. So we have an, um, a, what a Salesforce product is called Quip. And it's a really, it's a real-time collaboration tool. So our executives can kind of take a look and see what's top of mind for employees um, in real time right through that document. Great. Um, Another question I'm curious about is, um, you know, you mentioned that you're also kind of um, involved with engaging people throughout the life cycle as their employees. Um, so are there any special things you're doing um, on the talent retention side? Um, you know, job market, it's hard to tell where it is now, but um, what are you doing to kind of um, focus on retention and then also to engage alumni? As you mentioned, that's something that you did before. Are you taking any special efforts during COVID-19 to engage those groups as well? Yes. So on our um, part of our alumni program, we have something called a, a Trailblazer Alumni Community. And so all our alumni are invited to be part of that community. So we're posting different resources to our alumni through that community. We have always done and we will continue to do um, quarterly webinars for our alumni as well as newsletters. And um, again, we're in the process right now of drafting our newsletter for our alumni. Um, there's definitely going to be a big emphasis on um, well-being, best practices for them. And of course, you know, since we are still hiring, you know, we obviously want to continue to we keep these alumni engaged because we want them to stay in our ecosystem, potentially come back to Salesforce at some point. So in that newsletter, we are, you know, partnering very closely recruiting with a lead form inside that newsletter for alumni to um, submit if they have interest in coming back to Salesforce. Awesome. Um, so one last thing, um, you did mention, you know, the way your department is structured is slightly different, um, but outside of that department, um, what stakeholders are you partnering with the most and how do you kind of break down silos with those teams and um, improve communication internally? Yeah, you know, I think that within this time, we've actually seen a really great partnership with our internal comms team and corporate marketing. Again, we're a little bit different because we've had, we've always had our internal comms team sit under HR. But um, one thing, one major shift is that our corporate marketing team had really amazing speakers lined up for the year, right? Because we were planning on doing, they were planning on doing all these major customer events around the world. And in this COVID time, as we move into this more virtual space, we've been able to tap into some of those great speaker lineups so that we can then um, have our employees be um, participating here from those thought leaders as well. So that's been a really great partnership between corporate marketing and our internal marketing team. Yeah, that's great that you're kind of bringing those kind of customer experiences to employees as well. 
All right, um, I'll give the audience another second or two to um, submit questions, but I think um, looks like that might be all of it. All right, well, thank you so much, Teresa. Um, really appreciate you joining us and sharing your perspective, um, you know, being at such a large global company and um, all the challenges you must face in adjusting to the kind of new normal of working. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. If you like this session and want to hear more content like it, please visit reagantraining.com for membership. For one low price, you get access to over 600 hours of content featuring the best presentations from our live conferences to virtual events. If you are interested in membership, please visit reagantraining.com virtual and save $300. Thank you for listening to our latest episode of the Communication Spotlight, a podcast for you, the communicator. If you like this session and want to hear more content like it, please visit reagantraining.com for membership. For one low price, you get access to over 600 hours of content featuring the best presentations from our live conferences to virtual events. If you are interested in membership, please visit reagantraining.com virtual and save $300.